with the cyclone. John Webb, who will be a familiar face to many people watching from home. Uh, Air Commodore Webb will provide a detailed picture of the Defence Force movement and operations. I returned today from Gisborne where the damage is extensive and it'd be fair to say that a number of the people I'd spoke, I spoke to are in somewhat of a, a state of shock. There is absolutely no doubt that communities affected by recent weather events are under enormous pressure. We know that some people are finding it incredibly difficult to communicate with each other and with family members in other regions. We're working as fast as we can to try and get telecommunications reconnected. Both fibre routes into and out of Gisborne, for example, have been damaged, and engineers are working on repairs as fast as they can. We're also trying to get temporary measures in place where they're needed, like hotspots, so that people can keep in touch, albeit in a more limited way. Ten more Starlink units are on their way to Gisborne as we speak. A bit further south, five Starlink satellite communications units have been delivered to both Wairoa and to the Hawke's Bay, uh, and more are on the way. We've been able to reach Wairoa and the Hawke's Bay by road today, and State Highway 2 to Gisborne has also been opened on a limited basis for convoys of emergency supplies, including food, water and fuel, and, they will, and it will be open again for further convoys tomorrow. So we've got some temporary supplies en route and more will be arriving soon. Fresh water is clearly an issue. Uh, the Navy, Navy ships Manawanui off the east coast of Tolaga Bay uh, and Tamana is being ready to sail to the Hawke's Bay with supplies as, re as required. The Defence Force is continuing to bring in supplies through other means as well. The damage to roads in all of the affected areas is one of the most significant issues that we're facing and we want people in those areas to minimise their own movements so that we can concentrate on getting supplies and repair crews to where they're needed. Encouraging the, encouragingly, every region now has an alternative route that is allowing us to get lifelines into them. Everything possible is being done to bring back power to those areas that have been hard hit by the cyclone and have been without it. The most recent information that we have is that approximately 102,000 customers are without power across the Upper North Island, and that's down from around 225,000 on Tuesday morning. The electricity sector has a particular focus on Gisborne to determine what equipment and manpower they might need. While I was on the ground, I was able to advise uh, the Gisborne Mayor Stoltz that the government has released $1 million as an immediate top-up for the Mayoral Relief Fund through the normal process. That's the first step uh, to help get immediate support to those who need it. A further $1 million has also been released to the Hawke's Bay this afternoon. I can assure everyone that we are using every available resource to help find those who are missing and to rescue those who we know about but we have not been able to get to. Over the past two days, our Rescue Coordination Centre has overseen 450 rescues and all rescue requests in the 111 system have now been completed. That's great news and I'm sure it will be a big relief to everyone across the country. Police are sending an additional 100 staff into the Hawke's Bay and Tairawhiti areas to support their work in the rescue and recovery efforts. 
and to assist with road closures and traffic movement, reassurance uh, patrols and to provide a strong community presence. The police Eagle helicopter will be deployed to the region tomorrow. Those police have come from the Bay of Plenty, Central, Wellington, Tasman, Canterbury and Southern Districts, uh, as well as from the Royal New Zealand Police College to support local staff who are already on the ground. Many local police have been the first responders to emergencies and they've been helping people even in the face of having lost their own homes and we thank them for that. As at 2.30 this afternoon, a total of 3,544 reports of uncontactable people have been registered with the Police 105 function and a further 450 have been reported as found. That'll include multiple reports for the same people. We believe that the majority of those who are considered as uncontactable simply uh, can't make contact with their loved ones, so police are prioritising those who are in the more isolated areas. It's really important that as people are able to communicate and let other people know that they are okay, if they've been registered as missing, we're asking them to take the time to register their wellbeing online with Police 105. Uh, tragically, police confirm that the number of fatalities caused by the cyclone currently stands at five. There are still people for whom the police hold grave concerns, and we do need to be prepared for the likelihood that there will be more fatalities. There have been various offers of support uh, from international partners and Australia in particular, and I can confirm that NEMA has accepted an agency-to-agency -agency offer from Australia for emergency response support and expertise. Over the next 48 hours, five impact assessment teams, made up of around 25 people, will arrive in New Zealand to work with our FINS and USAR teams. Once they arrive, we'll have a better idea of how they'll be deployed. This is a complex and dynamic response. Some areas, such as Auckland, Waikato, Thames Coromandel, Bay of Plenty, and the Manawatu uh, and, Whang and, and Whangarei, are fortunate to be scaling down their civil defence response and they're able now to move into the recovery phase. Uh, this is such as we saw in Gisborne today and of course in uh, Napier and the Hawke's Bay, need the basics like food and water and are still very much in the emergency response phase. I can report that all of our hospitals in the affected regions are open and functioning well. Uh, we have flown in additional blood, oxygen and other critical supplies to Gisborne and the Hawke's Bay. Uh, they've come from the Air Force Base at Whanuapai. I'll now hand over to Air Commodore Webb for the latest details uh, and then we'll take more questions. Thanks Prime Minister. The focus of the Defence Force activities this week has been the extensive support of NEMA in response to Tropical Cyclone Gabrielle. Our commitment currently consists of more than 700 Defence Force personnel deployed, with hundreds more on standby. We're using capabilities from all parts of our Defence Force. This includes two ships, being HMNZS Manawanui and HMNZS Timana, 58 Army vehicles, including two light armoured vehicles, six NH-90 helicopters, two C-130 Hercules transport aircraft, a Sea Sprite helicopter, and a Defence Force command team in the National Crisis Management Centre here in Wellington. Defence Force liaison staff are also located across uh, all affected areas. Our priorities have been on saving people from immediate danger, helping authorities gain more knowledge in what is an ever-evolving situation, 
and helping to support and respond to any ongoing relief efforts. As you would have seen, our people have been involved in some really challenging situations. We've winched people off houses and rescued a sailor from a stricken yacht, and our Unimogs have helped evacuate people through high floodwaters and appalling conditions. It's worth highlighting that the men and women of the Defence Force live in the communities in which we serve, so we take a great deal of pride in being able to assist our friends in whānau in their time of need. The last few days has seen an intensive effort in the Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay regions. So far we've helped establish emergency communication links in Hawke's Bay and Gisborne. We've conducted a range of reconnaissance tasks to help provide a better picture of the damage to those regions. Food, water and shelter have been provided to isolated communities and the large number of displaced people. We've also moved military water treatment plants to Gisborne and Wairoa, which can produce up to 3,000 litres of fresh water per hour. HMNZS Manawanui, as you've heard, has this afternoon arrived in Tairawhiti coastal region and has dropped off food and water in Tokamaru Bay. This has been very gratefully received by the locals. We expect uh, the ship to reach Tolaga Bay this evening. Over the next 24 hours, things will be busier, uh, sorry, busy if not busier. HMNZS Manawanui is due into Gisborne tomorrow morning, where the ship will prepare to assist the community. HMNZS Tamana is due to depart Auckland tonight for Napier, and on board is a 25-person emergency response team and further humanitarian supplies. And that was Air Commodore Darren Webb there at the Prime Minister's update on the situation with the response to the cyclone. 700 Defence Force personnel are deployed. They're expecting that supply ship to reach the East Coast later this evening. Also still approximately 102,000 households without power at the moment. The focus on Gisborne there and the Prime Minister saying $1 million more has gone into the relief fund, the Merrill Relief Fund in Gisborne. And we'll have more on the situation in Gisborne a little later in the programme.